Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings, and man, we're in 1 Kings 12, and things have gotten crazy. Here's what's happened. David died early. Solomon became king. He reigned. He started out hitting home run after home run. I mean, just doing it right. But over time, he slid and fell away from the Lord. And, and so by time he died, man, his heart was far from the Lord. So God judged him. And God said, because of your heart, not just everything you did, but your heart was far from me, I'm going to tear the kingdom away from your sons, and it's not going to ever be like it was before. So he sends this message to a guy named Jeroboam. He says, now, Jeroboam, when Solomon dies and things begin to unravel, you're going to get 10 tribes, right? And you're going to be called Israel. You're going to get 10 tribes. But for the sake of David, not Solomon, because David's heart was always close to the Lord, even though his actions weren't, right? I mean, we, isn't that interesting, though? I always find that really um, encouraging, that God is gracious to deal kindly with our sin and our rebellion as long as our heart stays soft toward him. So, um, Rehoboam, which is Solomon's son, became king, right, over Judah. So that's happened. Um, Jeroboam and the people came to Rehoboam right before this passage we're going to look at and said, hey, look, your dad made this thing horrible on us. It was really bad. And so um, please, can you lighten the load a little bit? Can you just lighten up? So what does he do? He doesn't listen to the older leaders around him, the council around him that Solomon had in his early days were very wise, right? Didn't listen to them. He calls up his buddies that he grew up with. No joke. He, he ignores these really smart guys, calls up his buddies that he grew up with and said, hey, what do you think? And they said, no, you go to those people and you tell them that your dad, uh, Solomon, may have disciplined them with whips, but you're going to discipline them with scorpions. Well, that started a rebellion a major rebellion, and the kingdom began to divide, like God said it would. So we pick up here where Rehoboam is going to try to fight Jeroboam to reunite the kingdom. So here's what happens. Now, when Rehoboam came to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah. That's, he was king over Judah, so all of the people that he had rule over. And the tribe of Benjamin, 180,000 chosen warriors to fight against the house of Israel. That's where Jeroboam was. Uh, to restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. But the word of God came to Shimeiah. Now, Shimeiah was a prophet, in the, and God spoke to Shimeiah and said this. He was a man of God. He said, now go to Rehoboam and say this, to the son of Solomon, to the king of Judah, and to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people that may be there. Now say this to them, thus says the Lord, you shall not go up and fight against your relatives, the people of Israel. Every man now must return to his home, uh, for this thing is from me, says the Lord. So they listened to the word of the Lord from Shimeiah, and they went home again according to the word of the Lord. Now, we get something there that, that's applicable today, so very clear. How many times have we taken up arms, if you will, taken up a cause with passion, that's what I mean, right? Taken up a cause with passion. And we've gone out to do something in the name of the Lord, but when we get there, we realize God's not in it. <laughs> Have you ever gone to do something on behalf of God and he's not in it? Maybe you know somebody who's doing something wrong and you just take it upon yourself to be judgmental. Shouldn't do it, but let's just say you do. And it's your mission is you're, you're God's angry young man, righteous young woman, and you're going to go fix the problem only to get there and make a bigger mess of it. You ever done that? Because God wasn't in it. 
Have you ever been in a situation in a church or a Bible study and you see something going on? Maybe it's not a sin thing. Maybe it's not even an anti-biblical thing. It's just something you don't like. But you take it upon yourself. You rally the troops, maybe to run a pastor out of town or get an elder kicked off the board or get a new Sunday school teacher, whatever it might be. And you get there and you realize God's not in it. Simply not with you. We have to be careful when we mobilize in the name of the Lord. And we have to be careful to really understand, is God for this or not? Now, these people rallied around Rehoboam, son of Solomon, the king's son, in anyone's mind, you know, thinking they're like, well, he's the rightful king. This is the right thing to do. Yeah, but not everybody had heard the prophecies that Jeroboam had received, right, that God was going to rip the kingdom apart. Not everybody had heard that. And so they were gathering up arms and they were ready to go. And, and yet it wasn't God's will. What you really think might be the will of God to fight for or against might not be God's will for you at all. Whenever you begin to take up a cause that's apart from Scripture, that Scripture doesn't clearly delineate and define, then, then I'm not sure you're going to can just assume you got God on your team. Well, this is exactly what they tried to do. And so they went, but God spoke and said, wait a minute, y'all go back to the, your house because this divided kingdom is a result of my judgment. So I want to ask you something. Have you ever been in a situation where God has judged and it's not been great? I mean, the results have just been hard. God loves you and he's gracious. But understand this as I do and I know you do as well. God will judge deeds and behaviors and actions that are against his word and against his truth. And that judgment can be harsh and <laughs> incredibly painful, right? Incredibly painful. But when you get there, here's what you do. You pray. You ask God to forgive you. You turn from that way of thinking, that way of feeling, that way of acting. Ask the Lord to forgive you. And guess what? He will. And guess what else he'll do? He'll then look at a heart that's repentant. He'll draw near that. And you know what will happen? You'll get unbelievable grace for your journey. <laughs> you absolutely will. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your goodness to us. And I pray, God... If we ever wander into a fight that you're not part of, help us get out. And Lord, as you execute judgment, both good and bad, in our lives and in the areas in which we live, I pray, Lord, our hearts will stay soft before you and responsive to your work around us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. Man, love you so much. Thank you for being here. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.